This is Match Week. You are joined by myself, Artie Amini. We discuss everything soccer from the highs and the lows in the sporting week to the news that is relevant to you. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening Top of the Hour on WMC Upper Montclair. And this is Match Week. Guys. I know. I can't believe it. You can't believe it. We are here at Old Trafford. We would never expect in my life to be here. But you know what? We're here. We're going to do an episode. We're going to see how long we can go until security kicks us out. But let's get it. Okay. First things first, Manchester United transfer business with Eric Ten Hag in charge. So far, we are looking like rough but good at the same time because Ten Hag is not taking anybody's, you know, like stick. He's being straightforward about what he wants with the club. He wants to know who's going to stay, who's going to go. There's already contracts figured out for people that already left. We are also figuring out who we're going to sign. Ty- uh, Tyrell Malasia, he's not bad. He was a great opponent for Feyenoord, for Ajax, and that's why he's been wanting it for so bad for so long. But because they were rivals, Ajax and Feyenoord, they could not secure the signing. So now, now that he's at Manchester United, he was able to do it. So there's obviously something there. And Tellez might be leaving, and Luke Shaw needs some competition to reignite the talent that we know he has. Now next, Ronaldo. Everyone wants to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo. Everyone wants to know where he's going to go, what he's going to do. I've said this before on the show. I'm going to say it again. Keep it plain, simple, to the point. Cristiano Ronaldo, there's only two options for him. He either stays at Manchester United, bringing the club back to its glory, because with some of the signings coming in and him leading the charge, because we don't have that many strikers left over, it will be a huge help in the transfer market with us only having to sign maybe some center backs and some center mids instead of having to focus on a new forward line. That's why I've been highly hesitant of Manchester United going in for an Antony from... Ajax, Lissandro Martinez, I'm all in for. I want, I want Lissandro. Lissandro will help out the club tremendously. But Antony's just not going to work. He is not going to work for this club. Plain and simple to the point. Now, what transfers would I like to see? De Jong, if Barcelona keeps forcing him out like this because he doesn't want to lower his wages, let's take advantage of it. Why not? Why can't we sign in De Jong, bring him back with Ten Hag? The like we won't get, he's probably going to go to a Bayern or a Chelsea. He's favoring Bayern at the moment, which I don't blame him for. Bayern's looking like a really strong team this year with strengthening even what already they had, which is already a Champions League winning quality side. So now we have De Jong. Lissandra Martinez I'm in for. Malasia I actually was happy with. We just really need another center back option. Now, what center back options are really out in the market? First off, why have we not gone in for a Milan Skriniar? From Inter Milan. A Bastoni, a De Vrij, any one of those three would be more than suitable at Manchester United. Or even an Ibanez or a Bremer. Like, we should be taking some punts on some star Italian players or even from any other league. Like, how is Schlotterbeck making it to Dortmund so easily? Like, why are we not challenging for these types of signings anymore? Like, I get it. Eric Ten Hag doesn't really have that much time to review all the transfers, figure out what's going on. It's a tough situation that he's in. But, wait, I'll make sure we're recording. 
yes, guys, I'm like looking at every corner, making sure security's not kicking me out. But so, like as I was saying prior, that I forgot my train of thought. Wow, this is embarrassing. But we're going uncut for this one. This one is a special episode, uncut. We're going all the way in. Anyways. I was talking about Syria defenders. Yeah, Schlotterbeck. Aaron Ted Hogg has only had very little ample amount of time to actually figure out his plan for the club. Now, to a lot of fans, it's very obvious. Hey, let's go in for someone uh, like X, Y, and Z, these center backs, these these center mids. Um, we just need to look for these players. We obviously know these have been leading issues for the longest time. But with... The no longer involvement of Mason Greenwood in the club, even though he's been trying to train with us this past uh, past couple of months or so with the settlement on the side, I still am wary of it. I don't think he should be training. I don't think he should be involved in the club whatsoever. Secondly, this is a big one. The fact that we've lost players like Jesse Lingard, Paul Pogba, all of them, big blow. Edison Cavani didn't want to stay. He's gone. And these were all players where before Ronaldo came, they were still performing at a high level for us. And it's just going to be a tough, tough season, especially with it being a World Cup season, which is like unprecedented of a World Cup during the Premier League season. This is unheard of. So we're going to have to see different heights and different things be coming. Now, there's a lot of expectations, good and bad. Obviously, we want all the good to happen. We think Ten Hag's going to revolutionize the team, going to change the playing style. But most importantly, we have to figure out what we can get out of the players we have first. We have plenty of talent here. Like The fact that we have Rafael Varane, who's a top, top class center back, but yet is always consistently injured is a big problem. We'll try to figure out a way to maximize his performance. We have young players like Atuan Zebe coming back, which I'm really excited about. Brandon Williams. Uh, we have uh, James Gardner coming back from Nottingham Forest, who was outstanding, outstanding in Nottingham. We have to just find a way to utilize these players. Now, we are supposedly in for a struggle shot, the goalkeeper from Lazio, which I sort of understand, but I don't. I mean, it's just going to be a fluffer signing. We, we let go of, well, not let go, but Dean Henderson went out on loan to Nottingham Forest, which means we were able to keep James Gardner from him going back on loan there because you can't loan more than one player to the same club. And I understand Dean Henderson's, like, sort of concern. Like, it's a World Cup year. He has to prove himself, like, at, like how he did at Sheffield United. But also, at the same time, it's us trying to figure out what do we want to prioritize. Do we want to prioritize David De Gea's minutes? Or do we want to prioritize a future goalkeeper? Now, granted, he deserves it, right? De Gea has been probably the main reason why we've stayed in the top half of the league for the longest time. Make sure we haven't dropped points in many crucial games. We have to be we have to be respectful of that. We can't be reluctant of what he's done. And as I'm standing here now, we see all these classic moments. We see all the Europa Leagues, the Champions Leagues, the classic Scholzi goals, the treble winning teams, Sir Bobby Charlton, the women even performing at a high level. Ronaldo coming back that night in Moscow, even the Wayne Rooney bike, like we have like our club has been primarily based on the fact that we've had a strong youth system and we've sort of like built upon it with foreign players. And yes, it's a different era, different manager. No one I don't think will ever be able to sort of be able to do what Sir Alex did. But 
we have to figure out a way to sort of get through this. Now, there's a lot of people walking around here looking at me like, who is this crazy American talking about Manchester United? And rightfully so. I am a little bit crazy coming here on my layover, but it is what it is. Now, final thoughts. This stadium is beautiful. I love the stadium. I'm actually, like, in shock right now that I'm even here at the moment. Secondly, Manchester United, here are the expectations. One, I want us to get minimum top four. Two... We have to win a Europa League, in my opinion. We have to get some titles. A Europa League, FA Cup. I will not accept Carabao Cup or nothing else. Top four, some trophies, plain and simple. Now, the team, as it stands right now, honestly, my predicted lineup, what I would love to see the lineup to be, is Rashford out left, Ronaldo up top, striker, Jaden Sancho out on the right, and then we also have people in the midfield. So, if our transfers go through like how we want them to, preferably I would like it to be a Frankie De Jong, a Donny van de Beek, and then a Bruno Fernandes. A really creative, high-intensity, high-pressing midfield, one that will get constant supply to our forwards. Now, in the back line, this is tough. Because at left back, I love Luke Shaw. I absolutely love him. I loved him ever since he, he was at Southampton, ever since he came from Southampton. He has been a class, class player. But... He's had a really shaky couple of years. Oh, either going hot and being a starlet player or getting injured or stuff just not going right. It's a big problem. Now, we also have Tyler Malasio that came in. Alex Tellez looks like he's being forced out of the door. It's a tough situation to be in. You're good. No worries. Take as, take as many pictures as you want. I'll just keep going. Do not worry about it. Yes, we are nice here on Match Week. We allow people to take pictures of any monument that they love. It's Manchester United. But... This is the biggest thing, all right? So, back line, I'm hoping to be Luke Shaw. Uh, I'm hoping to be Veron. Anyone but Maguire. I think Maguire should be done with this club. I know a lot of local lads are going to look at me as I'm saying this, like, why are you talking poorly about Maguire? And they agree, but they're like, why are you to say something to the American? But Harry Maguire is a stain on this club. He's a stain in the, in the back line. He is someone who should not be involved. I've expressed, oh, I touched something, and now I'm really scared. Oh, we're still going. Okay, good, perfect. And I want... Let's see where we're at. We are at 10 minutes. Perfect. Um, so what I really want is I want the best for the club. I want us to do everything in our power to make sure we do everything right. And I think Harry Maguire is not the solution there. I mean, honestly, I'll take a Veron Twanzebe center-back pairing if it has to be done, if it proves a point. Or if we get Lissandro Martinez, have him play at center-back, I don't mind that either. Now, the right-back slot. This is the most contentious... Like, contentious slot we have because we have a Diego Dalla who is not good enough as a player, realistically. Like, he was solid at Milan. He thrives in the Serie A. But if we're talking about a Man United starlet, someone who should be starting week in, week out at right back, Diego Dalla's not that guy. And I love him, but he's not that guy. Then we also have Juan Basaka. Juan Basaka, who's someone I adore, who is honestly, like, fantastic as a, as a defender. Honestly, put him in a back three. Have him be a cent one of the central center backs. I'll take that in a heartbeat. If you have a Veron leading it, you maybe fit McGuire in if you have to on the left side. And you have Juan Basaka sweeping in behind. Granted, yes, he's not the best going forward. He is not the best at creating. But he is still someone who has a role in this team. And we cannot deny that. Plain and simple. Now, goalkeeper, obviously De Gea. Sarkozy, I think we're bringing him in because it's a World Cup year. And we're going to need to be rotating players a lot. 
And if you're wondering why I'm not looking at the camera the whole time, is I'm on, I'm just enjoying every little thing here. We have the United Hotel to my left. We have all of Manchester surrounding me. We have the little fan gates over there. The, even the statue behind me. It's taking everything in my power not to just stare at the statue the whole entire time. But we are here. And I am absolutely loving this. Now, I want to know what your guys' opinions are, Ronaldo. I've said it before. I think there's two options. He either stays at United, performs for us, help us win a league, or he goes to a PSG if Neymar leaves. That's plain and simple. Because I don't see him going to Bayern. Bayern makes no sense. They just brought in a Sadio Mane. He's going to want to play more central. They're going to get rid of a Lewandowski, but they still have younger players to be thriving, you know? And I just don't see him suiting Bayern. He's just not going to fit the Bundesliga way. It's just plain and simple. And I have to sneeze so bad, but I'm controlling myself. Now, what else? I mean, I don't see him going to any other Premier League club. Plain and simple. Man City are trying to go back in for him. Chelsea are trying to go back for him. Supposedly, he's only 15 million pounds. If he's that cheap and supposedly all these clubs want him, like, no, it's not happening. Like, I don't, the wages don't matter to them. Chelsea just brought in Todd Bowley. He is someone who is a billionaire owner who wants to reinvest into Chelsea. Man City sort of makes sense. They just dropped a, lo a lot on wages with Holland coming in, which is, again, another big issue. We have Liverpool and Man City thriving in the market, reaffirming themselves, and building on top of the elite teams they already are. And you have Chelsea, who's sort of behind them, had a few misses, but yet are still in contention. And then you have United, who is not capitalizing on the issue that we have. It's plain and simple. These clubs are being ran at an elite level. And we're just we're not we're not following anymore. We used to be the team of England. We were the brand of England. If you thought about England, Manchester United was that team. But then now we're just not we're we're missing out on it. Ever since Sir Alex left, we've had a few choices appointments. We've had stuff that hasn't gone well. And it's tough. Because we can't just stand here and just bash on every single person that came in. You know? Mourinho when he came in, he got a second place. He got us a Europa League. He got the best out of Paul Pogba. No one, no one ever sees this. Paul Pogba's best statistical season and best season ever at United was under Jose Mourinho. We can talk badly about him all we want, but he brought the best out of the team. Even Louis Van Gaal. Louis Van Gaal, we would not have had a Jesse Lingard. We would not have a Marcus Rashford. These youth players would not have gotten promoted, so we have to give credit where credit is due. And he won his FA Cup. When was the last time we won a trophy besides Europa League? This is the big picture that we have to look at as a club. Plain and simple. People come here from all over the world supporting this team. And only want nothing but the best for this team. Like, I want this club to make millions. I want this club to win every game. I want us to be the champions of Europe. I want us to be the champions of England. I want us to be the champions of everything and anything. But it all starts from just being ran like an elite club. We're being ran like a company on the stock market. That's what it is. We're being ran for shares, being ran for money, being ran for the Glazers' pocket. Like, you know what? Kudos to them. You know, they've kept the club afloat. We're not in that much debt, and they're making money. That's how it works. That's how that that's capitalism. Like, we can't get upset about that. We hate we, I hate to say it, but we can't get upset about that. Like, everyone looks at FSG at Liverpool and how, like, oh, you know, how they're ran, how they have their wage structures and everything. You know what? Kudos to them. I respect it. Todd Boldy coming in at Chelsea. Respect it. All right. Kroenke, hit or miss, but you know what? Arsenal's on an upswing right now, and they're a threat too. That's it. We cannot underestimate any Premier League opponent. Now, I would love to walk around and ask fans here for their opinions, but security will kick me out in less than a blink. Like, in a blink of an eye, I'll be gone. I'll be out of here.
And I want to be able to come back to the stadium in the future. So we're just not going to risk it. Anywho. There's a thing I want to focus on. So it's a tough one. It's hard to talk about. I'm just trying. I'm trying to think of the right words, you know, because we're on this ground, and it's not like it's not like we're back in the studio at WMSC. It's not like we're on the radio talking live to all of you guys, and we just get to say what's on top of our mind. Like we are on the ground. I'm in front of Old Trafford. I can't just stand here and say anything. I have to say something with meaning, because this club means everything. It means everything to me. It means everything to a whole bunch of other people. I know it's like, oh, you know, you're Manchester United biased. Well, you know what? Let me be biased. If Besmer gets to be biased about Chelsea all the time and stroke them off, you know what? I get to be biased too if I want to. I mean, what what, what else could you really expect? And there's a family here, and I'm trying not to yell because they have a little baby. And we're good. Okay. Now, here is the thing that we need to do. First, we need... Look, I know Ten Hag has a plan. He has an idea. But when we have players like Alanga, Mejbri, uh, Dalo, Palestri, Rashford, even all some of, the, some of the other guys, like when we have all this like young talent that are like wingers slash attackers, let's focus on them first. Because that's what Ten Hag does. Ten Hag is usually given a team and he makes it work. That's the Eric Ten Hag way. He is given pieces of a puzzle, of puzzle, of, and puzzle pieces that don't belong in that puzzle, but he finds a way to make them fit. It's plain and simple. Now, I do agree, the midfield needs help. Right now, realistically, we only have Bruno Fernandes. I'm sorry to Scott McTominay. I'm sorry to Fred. I love them. McFred, love them. Fred, but I think there's two misunderstood players. They're not defensive midfielders. They're not deep liar, like deep lying midfielders. They're box to box. They love getting involved in the attack. They love progressing forward. They love ball. Pro- you gotta understand their ball progression numbers actually are are is are actually pretty good. They love dribbling with the ball forward, finding space. They're not the ones to just sit back as your traditional six and just be like, "Oi, lot, come on." That was a horrendous accent. I apologize, but you know what I'm saying. They're they're not the ones just to sit back like a Michael Keane and just put a boot to them or just clear the ball. There's someone who have to be creative outlets. It's plain and simple. Creative outlets. Now, besides De Jong, and of course I mentioned Skriniar and all these guys. Honestly, if ZX trying to go to Milan and he wants to leave Chelsea, not a bad idea. You could have a midfield three of Donny van de Beek, Bruno, and Ziyech, or throw Ziyech out wide. It's a choice. It's an option. I'll take a talent like Hakim Ziyech. Yep, I had to fix myself. Sorry, I'm going to cut that. But this is this is just, you know, I'm enjoying this for what it is. Uh, we are at like the 18-minute-ish mark while I'm recording. This isn't going to be too long. I wish I could go for long. I wish I could go for hours and hours and hours and talk. But I'm a, I'm a solo man right now. Don't have the boys with me. Don't have a discussion to really thrive and talk about. Because there's so many things about this club that I just want to be good. And I keep touching buttons and I'm scaring myself. That I want to be good. That I know that can be good. But it's just not being capitalized on. And you see here with some of the locals. Like I even say one or two things and 
they're a bit frustrated. And like any fan is allowed to be frustrated with a team that knows that they can be world class. Yes, I'm saying it. They can be world class if they want to. And someone has a drone. You know what? Respect. Not me. I wish I had a drone. A lot of money. Kudos to you, dude. But I think I'm going to leave it at that. I think this is a fair amount of time. We're in front of Old Trafford. This might get DMC'd. Who knows? They might make me take the video down, but I was here. I have a video to prove that I was here. Manchester United, my one and only love. The club I've dreamt about as a youngling. Now I was finally able to be here. Look, I was able to say I came to Old Trafford, guys. Like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much for tuning in, listening. If This is going to be on YouTube, so hey, like and subscribe if you want more content. Uh, I think I've peaked. I don't think you're going to find anything else as cool as this. Um, I'll try to be as good as this, but I probably won't. Except me for who I am is what it is. And guys, you are listening. Top of the hour on WMSC Upper Montclair. And this is Match Week. This is Match Week. I got to bring Jonathan in spirit. You know, he's always around us. Got respect and love the guy. I'll see you guys. Tell somebody you love him. Talk to you later.